Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, and I'd like to start this week with a thank you to our listeners and especially any new listeners out there. I started this little broadcast just over two months ago as part of my college studies. And let me tell you, it's not easy being the only journalism major at an agricultural college. But with the support and assistance of my advisor, Professor Talib, you nice listeners out there, and yes, some pretty hefty donations to the college from my family, thanks, Dad, I think we are actually making this work. I hope you're enjoying it as much as I am, and I'd love to hear from you. Stay tuned after the broadcast for a special announcement about this. And now, on with the news. In local news, a colony of springtail vermin has established themselves in burrows in the mountains above Cattail Lake. The Shadowpan have been dispatched to stop them spreading further down into the farms and are soliciting the aid of any adventurers in the valley. If you'd like to help, contact Shadowpan representative show in Half Hill. Appropriate compensation for assistance will be given. In news from around Azeroth, fears continue to rise throughout Azeroth that the increasing tensions between the Horde and Alliance may erupt into open warfare. Despite the peace-brokering efforts of returned dwarven leader Magni Bronzebeard, both sides seem to be preparing for a final battle for control of Azeroth. If I may be allowed a brief editorial input here, I think it's a sad state of affairs when neither faction seems to recognize that they're fighting over a deeply wounded, and perhaps even dying, world. And their energies would be better spent in seeking solutions so that we can all survive. The Half Hill Report is made possible in part this week thanks to a donation from the Order of the Cloud Serpent. If you're a young Pandaren seeking adventure and a way to serve our beloved Pandaria, the Order of the Cloud Serpent wants you. See the recruiters in the Jade Forest Arboretum. We'll help you on your way to riding the skies above Pandaria on a magnificent Cloud Serpent. And now, the farm report. Jogu's word on tomorrow's crops is pink turnips. And yes, I did confirm there are such things as pink turnips. But here are some things that Jogu told me about that I'm pretty sure are not real. Giant pink bushan. Giant pink grummels. Trustworthy goblins. And a time-traveling pink gnome named Chromie. <laughs> time-traveling gnomes. That Jogu. Checking the Azeroth calendar, the monthly Darkmoon Fair, and the annual Feast of Noble Garden both start this coming week, so I hope you and the Cubs have made your travel plans. Also, Murloc fans may want to consider heading over to Winterfin Village in the Borean Tundra this coming week to witness the March of the Tadpoles, so you can see those little cuties make their way across the West Riff. No, Balbay, I don't think they're cuter than you. And no, you can't go. You're still grounded. In this week's feature story, 
we're continuing our focus on Pandaren history, picking up at the beginning of the Pandaren Revolution led by Kang, the Fist of Dawn. After establishing his base of operations in the Temple of the White Tiger in Kunlai Summit, Kang set his sights on the rebellion's first objective, the Mogushan Vaults, where the Mogu maintained the Engine of Nalak Shah, a powerful Titan artifact used to create the Mogu's terrible soldiers. Kang led his forces in a powerful surprise attack that drove the Mogu from the vaults, dealing a crippling blow to their power. This victory encouraged other slave races, such as the Jinyu, the Grummels, the Hosen, and the Yangul to join the rebellion, and, just as Kang had predicted, the Mogu Empire began to crumble as its dependency on its slaves became apparent. Without the trade and communication of the Grummels, Mogu supply lines were cut. The Jinyu's connection to water spirits and their ability to scry into the future gave the rebellion a distinct advantage. And the powerful Yangul and the crafty Hosen combined to infiltrate and neutralize Mogu fortresses throughout Pandaria. With the rebellion gaining momentum, Mogu Emperor Lao Fei consolidated his forces in the Vale of Eternal Blossoms, where he believed they could withstand an indefinite siege. It was at that point that Kang decided the alliance of former slave races was ready, and he personally led an all-out direct attack on the Mogu. With overwhelming force and using the powerful hand-to-hand -hand fighting techniques developed by Kang, the rebels penetrated the Mogu defenses, and Kang himself faced Emperor Lao Fei in single combat. Despite taking a mortal wound, Kang slew Lao Fei, breaking the will of the remaining Mogu forces, who either surrendered or fled. The cruel reign of the Mogu was ended, and a new era in Pandaria began. We'll talk about that period immediately following the rebellion and the wise leadership of one of Kang's greatest students in a future episode. As always, I'm coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, where local residents and visitors to Half Hill can always find the very best fare the Valley has to offer, including cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Remember, when in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Thanks for joining me again this week, and make sure to listen later this week for another laugh-out-loud funny episode of Pagey's Tavern. This week, Pagey gets himself into a real mess with a mischievous goblin trader who promises him a way to get an advantage over rival brewing family, the Wanderbrews. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria. Hi, Tash Mifuni here, co-creator of the Half Hill Report, along with my partner, Professor Talib. We want to extend our personal thanks to our friends, family, and you listeners out there for your encouragement. We love Warcraft, and especially Pandaria, where I began my personal Warcraft adventure during the mists of Pandaria. We created this podcast for fun and for free, to show our love, and to give a little something back to the community. We sincerely appreciate you listening, and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, drop us a line at halfhillreport at yahoo.com or via Twitter at halfhillreport. But please, 
No daggers with scrolls or shooting flaming arrows into the lazy turnip. And again, thanks for listening.